Hello, welcome to this podcast, Discovery of the Fitzgeralds. Welcome fellow historians, Fitzgeralds, Irish in family. I want to make this podcast help others find the history of the Fitzgerald dynasty. So come on this roller coaster ride of journey with me, exploring with the family who are among the pioneers that changed history. We will go from William the Conqueror to one of the most prolific uh, presidents. So let me introduce myself. Back in 96, I end up discovering the Fitzgeralds. And from then, I've been pretty much addicted. I went, I've gone to the library in my small little town trying to look up and figure out who these people were. Back in 2000, I took in, I ended up getting the internet. And like most people, I took and started looking stuff up. And I just had that thirst of needing more. Back in 2010, I ended up discovering a little website called Amazon. And from there, my knowledge has gone through the roof. I have bought books upon books and just... I just can't keep up with how, how much more I can take and just figure out what this family was like. Anyways, back to the Fitzgeralds. Now let's get a little background about the Fitzgerald name. You'll see the name Fitz used a lot. It's an old French or Norman name. So the Fitzgerald means Fitz, meaning son of Gerald. According to the 2000 United States Census, is the 390th common last name from Wikipedia. Some famous Fitzgeralds, Ella Fitzgerald, a U.S. jazz singer. They call a hard-hearted Hannah, the vampire Savannah, the F. Scott Fitzgerald and Zelda Fitzgerald, American writer and wife, and uh, wrote some stories such as The Great Gatsby. Tara Fitzgerald, a British actress in some movies, including uh, Sirens. Larry Fitzgerald, American football player who played uh, for the Cardinals. Maryland stops three rushes. Hermione Fitzgerald, a professional golfer. And John F. Kennedy. But Brian, his last name is Kennedy. Though the F stands for Fitzgerald. From his mother's side, Rose Fitzgerald. We will go into a deep dive of the candies with the Fitzgeralds in a later podcast. So let's start at the beginning. There are different versions how the Fitzgeralds started. One of the versions is three brothers went from Florence to Ireland to work for Henry I, in which, in my opinion, skips over the family members we already know to exist. Another version, they started in Spain. There's not much written about, about that version. The version that I'm going to go with started in Troy. So... We'll start with the Geraldinis, in which they would have started off somewhere in Troy. Eventually, they would take and move to Tuscany, which they would become Roman. The family flourished for years until 1125, which during a political upheaval, they were almost driven to exile, unless they became citizens. Later, they would gain land and titles back. In 1006 AD, Otho Geraldini was born in Tuscany. Not much is known about his early life. In 1027, when Otho was 21, King Canute of England, Norway, and Denmark, making his way back to England after seeing Pope John XIX, stopped and stayed in Florence, Tuscany. They stayed for a couple days to rest. When they left, Otho went with them. As they traveled, they would have stopped in Cannes, Normandy. 
they would have stayed with Robert, Duke of Normandy. From there, Canute would have traveled on to England. Otho stayed in Normandy. He would have met Robert's cousin, Edward. Edward was exiled from England after Canute killed his father, King Alfred, one of the last Anglo-Saxon kings. Within the year of arriving, Robert's mistress, Herleva Faleza, had a son, which would be named known as William the Bastard, later known as William the Conqueror. A few years later, Otho had a son, Walter Fitz Otho. There is no written record who Walter's mother was. Walter would have grown up with William, learned how to fight, and used the sword. In 1035, Canute would eventually die. Eventually, his heirs would take over. In 1040, Hearth Canute, Canute's son, became king until 1042. In 1042, Edward was invited back to England. He would be crown king and he would be known as Edward the Confessor. Ulther went over with him. Edward granted him land and titles. Eventually, the Godwin family came back and took large control of what Edward did. Edward would eventually be more or less a puppet. They didn't like Frenchmen, even though Otho was Norman. Otho had to lay low, and sometime before 1066, Edward visited William. Edward offered him crown to William if he died without an heir, something that's disputed as of today. On January 5th, 1066, Edward died without an heir. It was proclaimed that on his deathbed, he pointed to Harold Godwin as the next king. After Edward died, Harold wasted no time crowning himself king. About nine months later, after he was crowned, he had gathered an army head up north to stop the Viking king Horada and Harold's brother Tonkskin Gondwin. While up north, William was gathering his army to cross the English Channel. He even got blessing from the Pope. William finally sailed across and then made his way to Hastings. After defeating Harada, Harold went straight south to confront William. According to the Bakes Tapestry, they made outside at Hastings. Dawn after October 13th, they began to fight. During the battle, William's army started to retreat, fearing William had died. He rode on the field and pushed his army to attack. Some more about dusk, Harold's army had been defeated with a possible arrow through Harold's eye. By Christmas of 1066, William was crowned king. Walter must have fought bravely. William knighted him and gave him land and titles, which he still had at commission of the Doomsday Book in 1086. The Doomsday Book was what William commissioned to send people out to see what was actually in, within his kingdom and what he could be could tax. In 1070, William commissioned the building of Windsor Castle. Walter became the constable of the castle and four surrounding. A side note, William Windsor name obtained by the current royal family when George V changed their name from Saxe-Coburg and Gotha to Windsor because of the growing anti-German sentiment during World War I. At this time, Walter married Beatrice de Offaly from Kader, Ireland. She was born in 1052 and died after 1100. With Beatrice, they had Gerald Fitzwalter, William Fitzwalter, Walter Fitzwalter. After Beatrice died, he married Gladys, daughter of Roland ap Corfin, Prince of North Wales. They had Morse Fitzwalter. But our main focus is on the oldest, Gerald Fitzwalter. He was born about 1075 and lived to around 1135. 
when he was a child, he might have befriended Henry I. When Walter married Gladys, Gladys' daughter came with her, Nesta Furch Rice, daughter of Rice Ap Tudor Mar. She was one of Henry I's first mistress. Her first child might have been Henry, Henry Fitzroy. She would later marry Gerald Fitzwater, and they would have moved up north to Wells. They had five children, William, Morris, David, Ungrad, and Gladys. After a couple of years, they lived at Pembroke Castle. While living there, they would have had a banquet with Nesta's family. While at the banquet, Nesta's cousin, Owen, Ab Carwin, fell enchanted to Nesta's beauty. After the banquet, Owen broke into the castle and set it on fire. Gerald woke up and was going to investigate, but Nesta convinced him to climb down a drain to safety. Owen kidnapped her and her children. After several weeks, she pleaded for him to let the children go. He eventually let them go back to their father. Later, he let Nesta go, and Owen and his father would be exiled to Ireland. Eventually, Henry, Henry gathered army to fight the Welsh Owen and came back to fight. Gerald, on hearing Owen, was back took his revenge on him. Not too long after he got his revenge, Gerald died. Nesta would remarry Stephen, and she would have a son with him, Robert Fitzstephen. Here we'll leave off for the next podcast. The next podcast, Invasion or Invitation. If you like this podcast, give us a rating. We also have Discovery of the Fitzgerald's Facebook page with few pictures. Please leave me some comments what you think and what I got wrong. If you can, please donate to my Patreon. It's for a special cause. Thank you and have a wonderful day.